0: This podcast is brought to you by Podmetrics and Podcast Network Asia. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Coping and Cuento. I'm Jake.
1: Bam. And I'm Irwin. Co-oping in kwento is three friends getting on a call, bringing in friends to commiserate and finding handles for the ups and downs of this life in quarantine.
0: So, guys, we are on what? Less How than many hundred than, days? Yeah. Le- less than ano, 100 days before 2020 ends. Bilis, no? Ka- na? tayo lahat ngayon? And I,
1: haven't, I haven't moved since the last time we saw each other. I'm still here.
2: <laughs> Parang yung sagot sa tanong na Ganon pa <laughs>
1: boy parin. Anong pare?
2: Mm-hmm. Pare, may ano ba kayo? Do you have a go-to comfort food? Ako meron. In pandemic. No. Go, ako,
0: Erwin. Meron. What's yours? Li-
2: yung liver spread. Na, na, binagbawal na ngayon?
1: oh a- It's it? 1958 ko kinakain. Well, like, hindi pala pwede, sabi ng FDA. So, yan ang kinakain ko.
2: <laughs> Wait, alam mo, okay, nung nakita ko yun, and I just saw it last night, <laughs> it, it, no. it, it, hindi, bawal ba siya dahil hindi siya register o bawal siya dahil may mali sa kanya? Hindi clear sa akin eh.
1: I, I read the report and it said that yun, yeah, it is found to be not uh, no I mean it's never had it doesn't have una, it's not in their files that they've ever approved it but because what? they cannot approve it because uh, they can't guarantee the safety of it
2: oh but is there something wrong with it
1: no they, they won't see, go go they won't go and say that they just said that we can't uh, guarantee its safety
2: okay <laughs> so ano siya parang smuggled siya? I mean I, I I don't know I don't know Hello, why no? siya. <laughs> I, well, I, okay, okay. So, but you or, called
1: eat in liver spread, right?
2: Yeah. Yung oh. tanong ko, how do you have
0: your liver spread? Is it like tasty bread na hindi toasted and then... Like
2: crackers. Pandesal. Ako, pandesal. Pandesal. Oh, wait, but, wait.
1: We're not, we're, not in, we're not endorsing liver spread now. But <laughs> okay,
2: <approve> <laughs> we are raising the question. Yeah. Ito ba'y bawal dahil hindi nakarehistro? or ito ba'y bawal dahil may problema? Hmm ba, ano comfort uh,
0: food mo, sa'yo?
2: Well, during the pandemic nag iba-iba siya, eh, no? Nag iba-iba I guess our my comfort food is trying something different every week. Mm. Kasi yung napansin ko, kami ng asawa ko, um who, who used to go out a lot. We would have uh, dinner dates and we would try to look for new restaurants um, every week or we would go to our favorite restaurants every week. Um, ngayon, it's uh, ordering something new from one of our friends or something she found on Instagram. And the spice of uh, something different, no? uh, eating something different, has become very comforting for us.
0: Yeah, parang taste of normalcy. Ako yung comfort food ko ngayon, surprisingly, is delata, uh, corned beef. Uh, mm. When me and Chris got married, that was the first meal we had in our house. Corned beef kasi wala pang made. You had just moved in. And then we stopped buying processed food. Sabi namin, we'll try to live healthier. So yan. Pero in the middle of the pandemic, biglang, wait, kailangan meron tayong pagkain na whatever, already. we ran out of time already or, yung you have stuff that's that won't spoil, diba, You want to be able to store stuff. So, yun. Ngayon, pag nagluluto ko ng corned beef, meron siyang nostalgia <laughs> na masaya.
2: So, ano ka ba, Jake? Are you uh, gisa with kamatis and onion and the corned beef? Uh, ano yung preparation ng yes. corned
0: beef mo? Maganda yan. Ako dati, nung bata ako, gusto ko ano, tostado. Asin you would crunch it. It would burn. Pero now, um, I'll, I've started putting a lot of onions. Because I like pala how sweet it is. Onions. Onions, a little garlic, and then I brown it. Hindi siya, hindi siya basa. Mas dry siya, pero hindi siya crunchy. Hindi na siya crunchy.
2: It's Ikaw, Erwin Romulo, meron kang go-to food for the well, pandemic?
1: Apart from liver spread?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, si Erwin, gusto ko yung bawal. Basta bawal. <laughs> Doon ako.
1: <laughs> Oo nga. Nung nakita ko na bawal siya, binilik, bumili ako ng maraming liver spread. <laughs>
2: Hey. bago mawala okay that's a whole so, episode on its own ah? that's a whole episode on its own bakit wait, yung let... bawal bakit yung bawal sa pandemic yung gusto Because kasi dude, sa buong mundo 'di ba may resurgence Ayon. of people Ayaw nila magmask I love social distance. Basta bawal dun sila. I wonder. Wow. Da, I wonder. Bob, well, sinama mo naman ako sa mga anti-maskers and actors. Wow. <laughs> so, so, I push the I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Liver yeah, spread lang ako. Yeah, Liver spread. spread. ka lang. Hindi uh, ka naman I, I, umabot dun. Ka I guess umabot.
1: I deserve that because, um yeah, because I, well, yeah I guess I deserve it because I'm always late. You know, I'm always <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry,
2: sorry. Please, please. What aside from labor <laughs> spread, meron ka bang pagkain na hindi naman na No, bananas. Um,
1: mm. I didn't prepare for the pandemic, even though I knew it was, was going to be a lockdown. But I don't cook, but I only have a lot of bananas and but, and water. So for the first two week of the pan, first two weeks of the lockdown, that's all I ate.
2: Whoa! Talaga?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm sure matasim potassium mo pare during those uh, days. <laughs>
1: Kasi yellow I am. Dilawan na talaga ako na yon.
2: <laughs> yung balat mo dahil sa saging?
1: Pwede ba is that even possible? Well, it's like a cartoon yeah. character logic diba You eat something of a color, you become that color. So, oh, so dilawan na dilawan na talaga.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exposed, you've exposed yourself.
1: Yeah, so tama na, sobra na. Panana pa. Ang
2: ang saging mo. Tama na yung saging yeah. na No no. ba
1: I'm not complaining. Huh? I, lo- I was happy eating bananas for two weeks.
2: Oh, wow. Talagang comfort food siya kung ganun, di ba?
0: Yeah. Ako yung may seminary background, Irwin, but wow, you live a more ascetic life than <laughs> I ever have. Waking well, up at 5 a.m., bananas lang for two weeks. Yeah,
1: yeah well, meditating for five hours.
2: You want meditating five
1: hours? I don't, I don't, I don't.
2: <laughs> Pero, meron siyang it na liver spread paminsan minsan. Yeah, I, yeah,
1: How naughty. Very yeah, naughty.
2: Yeah, liver spread yeah. on the side. So, yeah, I, babe, on, on food,
0: I wanted to bring in someone na makakwento natin na. I, had, I have fantastic conversations with this guy. But if you are the last two people I saw in the flesh, he's one of the last really good conversations I had. Uh, he runs. And he's this guy's a Renaissance man. He's got he runs restaurants. Uh, Albert runs restaurants for a living. But he also creates music. Um, he's got into cycling. Uh, and then the fir- but the first time I met him was through PhilMag, the Philippine Mac Users Group. So I don't know. Maybe this was twenty years ago. Now very few of us were using Macs. So we had a small group, and we trade stories and hacks and updates and technology and apps and music. And so I thought it perfect na natin on on food life and everything else. E natin si Albert Cuenca. How's it been for you, Albert?
3: a uh, roller coaster. Um, hmm. it in the beginning, it was very difficult to accept the fact that all of a sudden I'm not doing what i'm normally doing which is seeing you know dozens if not hundreds of people a day because of the Mm. line of work i do which is in the restaurants right
4: Mm. and
3: uh all of a sudden uh, we're trying to find solutions and you kind of panic thinking that you know we need to you know what do we do first and foremost do we try to keep things going or do we just hold off and take a pause but then you start thinking about how are you people going to survive? Then that's yeah. that's, where, that's where the worry comes comes in because you realize that all your employees run to you for for their you know sustenance yeah. and and if you can't if you can't be that guy they you know that that's the kind of pressure I'm you know it's like yeah. you can't be that guy that they were looking up to to, to help them and they what more now now with the pandemic like. You start to worry about yeah what's my what's my function in life am I here for myself or for my, am I here for others and that's the first realization is that uh, that came to yeah. me was that um, um, yeah we're here the world is bigger than us we're here for to to be of service that's exactly why I'm in the service industry is to be of service to others, and this is the biggest test. It's, when it's your own employees, not just your paying customers, but your employees yeah. who have been with you that you need to serve. And that's where the that, that whole challenge started coming in. Uh, I got to do something for them. So, yeah, solutions were just based on that.
2: Nice. That's a, a lot of pressure, no, Albert. No? It's of course, a lot of, yeah, pressure. Yeah. a lot of our entrepreneur friends have felt the same way. Uh, yung iba and Yung iba um, stare into space uh, a lot. Have you been affected in this way also? I can just imagine how much pressure is on you to keep things afloat.
3: Yeah, we used to have, me and some friends, we used to have a 3 a.m. club because we would just normally wake up in the middle of the night. It's usually at 3 a.m. And then you're thinking, should we just, start chatting online and, and, and then commiserating with each other. But at the same time, we felt that that might not be a positive way of handling things. <laughs> right? like misery loves miserable company. So we, it's enough that we, we do chat during the day and I try to find solutions. Uh, we help each other with solutions. But yeah, I went through that whole pressure of not being able to sleep at night. That's when I learned the meaning of that saying, how can you sleep at night? Yeah. Yung, may yeah. Ka, diba? And yeah. yeah, I couldn't. And it took a while. But well, it's, in the beginning, that's how it is. You know, at least for the first few months, I couldn't sleep.
2: Yeah. Was there a time when you said, uh, two weeks? Because honestly, I remember talking to Jake. <laughs> that my, last, our, my last meeting <laughs> before the full lockdown was with Jake and with Erwin. Uh, and I was like, oh, Okay, ngatong lockdown two weeks. Anyway, see you in two weeks, diba. And Ah, that, of course, is seven seven months ago, diba. So was initially parang next okay, patayo okay, kaya pato, kaya pato. And then eventually, parang oh pivot. Everybody saying pivot till it came to a point you hated to hear the word pivot, because gusto mo hindi kadali pivot everyone's asking me to pivot hindi magenug kadali and then eventually you get the solution so take us through that process for you was it instant did you automatically say okay game changer to yeah. let's do this or was there a yeah. time na you know you were taking it slow you know, tell us about it
3: looking back it, it really all yeah. started early uh, late Feb early March when news was spreading that you know governments are going to lockdowns and the virus was spreading, and we didn't know much about it. So, I'm an optimistic guy. Eh? So, I'm a glass half full, uh, and in every dark cloud, there's always a silver lining. You know, kind of guy. And I was telling my partners, "Oh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. We'll survive. You know, uh, we'll always be okay." And then they said, "There were when there was talks about government." thinking about lockdowns and not going to happen. In denial, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Reality sets in the moment something's taken away from you. Eh? It, it, all of a sudden, this whole threat becomes real. And yeah, we were forced to shut down. We were only given a couple of days. And then it took me a while to to get a grasp of the situation because from being optimistic, I slowly had to become realistic. It was no longer a matter of... Uh, we'll cross the bridge when we get there. Uh, there will always be something good out of it because here we are at the bridge and we can't cross. And all yeah. of a sudden, I've got to find something. And it, and you know, it was an instant shift from uh, concern for business to concern for people. It was instant because the moment I started telling my staff, "I'm sorry, guys, we won't be coming into work starting Monday or was it yeah. Tuesday?" And like a couple
0: of days. And, and then, yeah.
3: Yeah, then it was just a couple, couple of days, days, so I didn't really get yeah. to take the yeah. time to think about the impact of closing until I actually had to break the news to my own staff. And you know, no joke, when I did, I started getting teary-eyed because I started thinking about, you know, looking at all their faces in one go. It's like, oh no, what did I just do? I just told yeah. them they won't be getting any, they won't have any job, they won't have any, and it's not in my control. And that's the most frustrating part, no. Um, I I can't do anything to help them. And later on, you start thinking, but is that the case? Is it that I can't do anything, or can I find something to do to help them? And it was a slow process, maybe a week or so before we were able to find something for everyone. But mind you, I have five restaurants, okay? I have five outlets. Yeah, One definitely had to close, which was the, it's because it's a bar, that's in BGC. the fine dining ones also had to close because no dining was allowed and yeah. we, couldn't, we couldn't take out. So two, one was in a mall and one was a standalone, a pizzeria. Mm-hmm. Those never closed, okay? But one was, it, it was weird because one, the, the mall one was completely struck because nobody wanted to enter a mall. There was yeah. fear and restriction, whatever. But the standalone was doing double its normal sales. Really? no so, um, yeah, Because it turned out pizza is pandemic food, you know. It's, mm-hmm. We didn't realize that. We didn't plan it that way, but it is because it's portable. You can eat it in any condition, in the car, at home, in the office. You don't need cobertas, You don't need to wash. You can throw everything yeah. away right after. Yeah. It's perfect for a pandemic. And because of that, and we were the only restaurant open in the entire Salcedo Village, I think. Maybe we we'll, a couple of others, but we were the only like Western, easy to eat kind of. You know, we we're the only pizzeria, in other words, open. So we were experiencing tremendous success, and and luckily, I had staff who volunteered to become like OFWs, and they slept at the restaurant every night because they knew that if they had gone home to wherever they live, they won't be able to get back to work. So they said, sir. Pwede bang matulog sa restaurant dahil baka hindi kami makabalik bukas and that's dedication also right? so yeah. so how do you now spread the wealth if one is experiencing tremendous success how do you make it fair for them and yet help the others said, yeah the pizzeria alone with the amount of cash it was generating there was a lot of uh, was a big pool of service charge yeah. and tips by the way uh, people in the first week I had a guy one story. I had a guy order yeah. 4,000 worth of food from us. He tipped 6,000.
0: Wow. Yeah.
3: And of course, the staff yeah. were like, Ugh. Then that's when I started thinking, yeah. guys, you have the, and this is just like a handful of guys working. I said, wow, all of you get at least 1,000 pesos each, right? But I said, can you, it, it dawned on me, sir, because you have the privilege and the luck of being in a restaurant that is open and the others don't. Yeah. You, yeah, we, we care for each other. I think that's the bottom line. We started caring for each other more rather than just the job itself.
0: But How, how did that clarity for you, na, oh, suddenly it's about the people I work with and not just immediately my customers. But how did that clarity or priority help you make decisions moving forward? Na, is it is, uh, kind of easier because of that principle?
3: Well, you have to. You ask yourself about what's my purpose? Why am I here? You start. You start questioning it. What am I doing this for? I've always been guided by the principle of I live for others. That's why I serve others, kind of thing. Um, that's why I'm in the restaurant business. I want to make other people happy. But when you when you no longer can do that, you're denied that that you know that access. but you start to think about. People in general, you mm-hmm. start thinking maybe in the broad sense of Kawawa yung Filipinas, lahatayo, walang, you know, walang kita, walang, yeah. walang income. Yeah. Then it starts from coming from general down to the specific, and you realize, wait, why am I thinking of the broad when right in front of me are my own staff who need to come to us for help and need our help. And so it was that ex- self examination first, and then, you know, our purpose, why we do things. That made me realize that, yeah, I don't need to apply it in one specific way all the time. Yeah. You start to look at what's right in front of you.
2: Because it was always
3: automatic that if I pleased customers, my staff would be provided for, right? And this is always my motivation with them. is, uh, I tell them to never think about their swell, though. Think about their customers' happiness because their happiness eventually becomes your swell, though. Yeah. It's a reward. And don't yeah. think of it as something you've earned. Think of it as something that that, that they were happy to give you. Yeah. Don't think of it as a right, I said. Think of it as something that you've earned because of what you've done for them. We're not yeah. picking pockets here. Yeah. So that, that's essentially what it is. Eh? This is what my guiding principle was, pleasing others. Now, you had, I had to shift.
2: Okay, from pleasing others, let's talk about pleasing Pangit pleasing yourself, <laughs> 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 you're yeah, yeah, yeah. so, not so because the 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 show is about coping, right? And yeah. um, you know, I can only imagine Albert the 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 pressure and the stress of someone who is responsible for you know five restaurants, hundreds of people. How have you been able to cope with the difficulties? Have you changed your routine? Is there something you're mm-hmm. doing differently now? Or is there something that you, parang my go-to activity ka to sort of keep, you, keep your spirits high? I,
3: you know, I guess routine, I, I do have a routine today, very different from pre-pandemic. Because pre-pandemic, um, I, let me first describe myself. I'm the kind of guy who doesn't like routine. It's probably why I don't have a desk job. I don't like clocking in. I, I like every day to be different. Maybe that's also why I like the restaurant business is every day is a different day, right? <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's Groundhog Day every day, <laughs> right? And so what I guess routine eventually formed is, yeah, I had to cope. Mind you, I still went to work, you No, know? I would still visit my restaurants, But at the same time, I had to take care of, of my wife at home. We only have a, mm-hmm. I have a wife, and we don't have kids. We have a dog, so... This is what I have to take care of. We don't have maids either, so there are house chores as well. So, yeah. I, and that's, I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning all of this because I'll tie that all into a routine, right? So, this morning I started thinking, what is my routine? So, I wake up, and normally I would just have breakfast, make my coffee, wash the dishes that were left overnight in the sink, uh, hang the laundry because I like to do the laundry every day. The night before, the most gratifying thing in the world is doing the laundry, okay? <laughs> In comes dirty, out comes clean, fresh-smelling clothes, right?
0: It's transformation, <laughs> like
3: that. So The morning is, is that. Uh, I will do chores, fill up empty water bottles, hang the clothes from the, from the washing machine, have my breakfast, and then I will bike on my trainer for about an hour. Okay. And, and my routine started becoming so formed because of technology, and I'm going to mixing it. See, Apple Watch, iOS 7 <laughs> has this sleep function, okay, that, that recommends that you get at least eight hours. So because I've I've set my alarm to go to bed at 11 and wake up at 7, I should get my eight. If it turns out that I don't get eight hours because you wake up in the middle of the night, so you should spend nine hours in bed. Anyway, um, because I have so much time in the morning, I'm able to throw in a You know, a one-hour trainer ride just because I know I need to keep fit, right? Yeah. And then the rest of the day is dealing with work, restaurants, family, you know, taking care of our elderly, you know, my parents, my in-laws, So, which for me is very important, right? I, I I snuck my parents out yesterday to lunch much to the disagreement of my siblings. Bawal away daw. Bawal daw. Oh, away, away, away. Yan, away. Ako, ako, y- ako yung nagtaka sa kanila sabi ko. Don't tell <laughs> anyone I'm you to lunch. So we went out. Anyway, this is, this is that's my routine. That's my day. And then it used to be because, see, that before the pandemic, I didn't even know what time I'd go to bed. Sometimes 1 a.m. the line of work. Eh, I have a bar. Yeah. So depending on who's there. Minsan I'll be home at 10. Minsan I'll be home at midnight. And I'd wake up maybe 10, 11 and half the day is gone, right? But the whole afternoon be spent working. Now it's, wow, May there's may my sequence na ako of almost every day doing the same thing. And I like it because I get, finally, I have some you know, form of organi- organization, at least in the morning, right? And then the rest of the day is still my old day, wherein yeah, every day is going to be a different day. Laund- laundry, I mean, do you do laundry every day? Yeah, because of the pandemic, parang what you and I go out every day, right? So I don't mm. want just in case. Uh, yeah. I might have sat somewhere. Na, you know, contaminated. You want to do your laundry immediately. So, yun yung ano yun yung protocol sa bahay. The moment you get home, you remove your shoes outside. Yeah. This is new. I didn't used to do it. I used to wear my shoes in the bedroom. Okay, so now, okay, palit kagad. Ka okay, yeah. sa front door palang and then. I have a laundry basket by the door so and since we don't have maids I can I can right. I can go I know, I can go al fresco, uh, birthday, al fresco. birthday suit if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: oh okay. Oh oh <laughs> <laughs> <But laughs> that the windows are closed ta if someone catches you apparently that's a... it's what is it it's, it's a municipal offense or it's uh, it's a legal thing exposure in, indecent exposure. exposure. In indecent
1: exposure. Uh, oh, no 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 uh, I think it's a public service. <laughs>
2: depends. <laughs> depends on who you are. <laughs> oh, but Albert, uh, uh, a lot of people have been uh, cooking. No, of yeah. course, on on social media. Even I tried it in the first few months. I I started to cook also. Um, you know, foods of the pandemic, sushi bake. Um,
3: Ube pandesal. Ube pandesal. Ube pandesal.
2: <laughs> so, do you have a go as a as somebody who knows food? Do you have a go to pandemic food or no, or wala wala kang pandemic food per se? Uh,
3: let me put it this way. I think it's important to note how I normally eat. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Before the pandemic, I would say 99.5% of my meals were in a restaurant, either my own restaurant or someone else's restaurant, because this is what I do. I like to observe how other people do it, so I benchmark. Or I'll always benchmark myself. So we hardly ever eat home, yeah. and I can attest to that because we hardly had uh, the uh, those disposable microwave containers at home, which meant we didn't take out. And then, and all my pots were a bit, you know, dry; they were unused. But if I do eat home, my go-to will always be uh, ranch-style delimondo corned beef with onions and garlic i mean and and of course i have to have japanese rice with that no and pandemic food for me is that eh, that, that whatever is easy to make if not that 555 five, five. of all the sardines brands sorry i don't want to be endorsing i've tried it all 555 five, five is that <laughs> <Talaga. laughs> fatty i've tried them all and I love doing sardines because there was a time in my life where I tried to be pescatarian and I had nothing mm-hmm. but sardines every day. But anyway, canned goods. Sorry to say. I mean, it was, I'm, it's, a, it's a, how do you put it? It's extreme uh, opposite of what I normally do, which is chef-prepared or cook-prepared food outside. At home, it's canned food. But because of the pandemic, I have tried to play around with food. So now I know how to make, Excellent tortilla de patata, which takes mm-hmm. some skill. The, mm-hmm. the, the pan flipping part it's the skill set there. And then, um, and I make an excellent carbonara, the way Romans would do it. And it's a timing thing, nonstop. You yeah. cannot pause. You, you cannot film it. You cannot even talk from start of putting the noodles in the water to the until. I actually mix the noodles with the with the egg egg yolk, yeah. the pancetta. Well, I, I use uh, guanciale, and, uh, guanciale and pecorino yeah. and pecorino yeah. romano. All of that put together in 12 minutes, and then it langa, creamy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all timing. And yeah. I've done the four, five takes before I got it right. And then, well, I got bored doing it, so I don't do it anymore. So I don't know what my next dish will be. But yes, I have just like most people. But what what else are you gonna do? At home, you want to be productive. So if you can cook or you've been thinking of trying to cook, a lot of people, like, hey, YouTube is your friend. Everything you need to know in life is in YouTube. Right? So you can learn to cook just by watching YouTube, buying the proper ingredients, and then there. Yeah. So when I started posting about my Carbonara on Facebook, some private messages, why can't I get it right? Why didn't I do this? see said, yung." yung ano, yung bacon mo huwag kang gumamit ng pure foods. gumamit ka naman ng
0: guanciale di ba oh, kailangan <laughs> mo yung di ba
3: or yung yung
0: egg di ba bakit naging scrambled egg nung inyada yun sa pan oh pa, yon pa, ano timing yon
3: yeah.
2: timing yon yeah. at init yon di ba
3: yeah, yan,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Huh? now now that um everyone's cooking uh ako i'm nostalgic about going back to a restaurant kasi yun yung date namin ng asawa ko eh like um on on a Practically every week we would have at least one night where we would go out to eat no at least once um and you are a little nostalgic for that you you do sort of want to do that again, um but I guess for Albert no let me ask parang, are things gonna change you know assuming things go back to normal by uh whatever March of next year, hopefully no or or may of next year, hopefully yeah. are things gonna change for for the restaurant industry? Are people going to uh, go back out? Are they going to stay in? Will this well, whole uh, takeout thing
3: continue? What do you think? I, I think that it has to eventually come back. Um, and I, I say this because if there's one thing I learned in the past six months is that uh, is the culture of dining out, the Philippine dining out culture. It's very different from the rest of the world now. Uh, I've come to this New conclude. I thought I knew everything, and turns out I knew nothing. Right? The pandemic teaches you new things. And if I was to sum up why we have no business right now, which we don't, no, most restaurants don't have business right now. Only a handful, if ever. If I was to sum it up in one line, it's because Filipinos don't eat out. Culturally speaking, we don't eat out. That's not normal for us. Um, We eat home. If we're home and we want to eat why will you go out just to eat you already have a cook at home or a mother who cooks for you or leftovers in the fridge or even yeah. these days out right but we will not step out of our house just to eat typically okay and so even if we have friends who are not afraid of the virus right now especially with their wives they say ah mag-lipstick pa ako mag pa ako, na that's the filipino culture we don't normally eat out when we eat out it's with reason we're dating our wives like you bam, diba right? or it's a yeah. birthday anniversary graduation like buy and friend relative or you came from work you wanna kill time you have a business yeah. meet. there's always a reason to eat out and it's not just to eat it's because there was something that you know brought you to a restaurant and typically it's because you're already out the only time you will make venture out of your home just to eat is because of an occasion. Otherwise, we eat out because we're already out. So we watch the movie, we'll eat out, right? Magpamasahé ka ng pagmasahé mo, sige dinner after. But we're not going to walk out of our house. I mean, venture out just to eat. That's the that's the Filipino. So having putting that all together, um, will we go back to normal? For as long as we're allowed to watch movies, have massages, go back to our offices, yes, it will go out. We will, it will come back. We will always have birthdays, anniversaries, graduations to celebrate. Uh, it will go back. But the condition has to be there for it to go back. And that's the normalcy everywhere else. So we in the restaurant business are reliant on everything else around us going back to normal. Yeah. Without that, we were, were nothing. Then, yes, takeout will continue. Uh, home cooks will continue. But, you know, there's a limit to everything. Right? A lot of people are tired of cooking their own food. I mean, it, you get to a tipping point for sure. Right? Where, yeah. you know, especially like me, I don't have maids. I have to wash the dishes after and the pots. Right? <laughs> and the pots, right? <laughs>
4: yeah. The
3: pots are the hardest part. Yeah. My, my wife refuses to touch them, she leaves them in the sink for me to wash in the morning when I wake up. <laughs>
0: more of coping hack for you know or how do you call it ordinary pandemic days when things are just you know blah <laughs> and coping hack when things are kind of tough and a little harder what works uh, for you
3: i mean i, I guess it's different the coping for me is different because i'm i'm not staying at home i'm not quarantining myself like 99% i'd say no not 99 90% i'd say 90% because the mall's only doing 10% of normal okay so I'd say 90% of the people are staying at home. I'm in the 10% going out. So I, I don't have a hack because, my, like I said, my, uh, my day will always be different. You know I, yeah. I might go to a different restaurant. I might eat out in the afternoon, whatever. But that, for me, is how I cope. I, I, am allowed, I, I allow myself to do what I normally do, even at one part of the day now. Or if not every day, at least three or four times a week, I'll do what I normally do. For If I was to give an advice to others on a coping hack, uh, my only advice is to make takas once in a while. Go out, see the sun. You need your vitamin D, your fresh air. If you're worried about the virus, get into your car, close the windows, drive to some scenic location, then open the windows. You don't have to eat out. You know what I mean? just, just get out. Because I, my worry is that everybody's going to go crazy just staring at the same four walls at home, you know, uh, and this is why I make tacos my parents when I can. Yeah. So yeah, that's the that's my hack advice to everyone out there. Is make tacos once in a while. How old are your parents? My parents are in their mid 80s. Yeah. So mm. yes, they're high risk. I lost my father-in-law a couple of months ago. Yeah. 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 And, that's, and, and, and and you know, this is the great Eddie Larde for all of those yeah. who don't know that my father's a ex senator and a TV personality. Yeah. My father-in-law, and this is an example of why, why I really believe people need to go out. My father-in-law, because he likes to move mm. around. And was he sick? I didn't think he was sick. He, I don't think he thought he was sick. Maybe you know, old person's issues here and there, some maintenance meds, whatever. But yeah. he had no real sickness to deal with. Um, but you know when you take away... His, uh, his movement, his ability to move around. He's always wanting to go somewhere or always wanting to have a meeting with someone. This is the type of person he is. You know? yeah. if when, you think, when you start to restrict him and say, well, I'm sorry, you have to stay at home and yeah. just stay at home, then he loses his sense of purpose, right? All of a sudden, it's almost like, let's say, like a rubber ball. It's supposed to bounce, roll be shot through a hoop or kicked through a goalpost or whatever. But when it's doing nothing, it starts to deflate. And when it's deflating, it becomes a useless ball. You can't do anything with it. You can't kick it. You can't bounce it. And that's what I felt, what I think he was going through to the point that it started eating his health. And so rapidly, because if you had seen him in March, he was normal. Come June, July, he looked frail already. And then so quickly he just, he passed away. His organs started failing. So this is why I suggest, I know that your parents are high risk, especially if they're, you know, senior age, but they, you know, some are okay to to be home. They're they're perfectly okay. But if you start to sense that it's eating into them, you've got to do something about it while you can. And this is why I make my parents takas. I mean, it's not just for fun. It's it's really for a purpose. It's for their I guess it's annoying. they you, you need to uplift their their, their spiritual their, their, their I mean their their feelings. It can't just be I'm okay, I'm okay, but deep down inside they're yeah. they being denied. My my parents used to go to church every day. Every day. My dad yeah. serves communion every day. He he's retired, but he wears a barong every morning yeah. so that he can go serve communion. You take it away from him and I worry. It's like what What's your purpose in life now? If you start to think that way, yeah. if you have no sense of purpose, then it might just eat you, right? From being professional all your life, going to the office, whatever, to being retired. When you retire, you find something new to do so that you still keep going, and all of a sudden, boom, stop. You can't, because your high school might die. Albert, where yeah. did you take your parents? Where did I take my parents? Yeah. I take them to my own restaurants. I mean, of course, of course, they wanna be proud of me, and I, I want them to be proud of me. Okay. Deep down <laughs> yeah. inside, I want them to be proud of me. Yeah.
2: And also, where you control all the protocols, right? Yeah. Of course, the- of Protocols
3: controlled, right? <laughs> The first time I ever took them out, I said, "Puta tayo sa diner in Rockwell Power Plant. Yeah. That's where my dad would serve communion every day, and and he would spend lunch in my diner." As father of the owner, you know he would brag to his friends, "Oh, sa anak ko to, or to. And, you know.
2: And so I
3: wanted them to have that sense of normalcy. So I said, "You know, Dad, Mom, Rock was pretty safe. I'm gonna take you to the diner so you have some of your, you know, normalcy back." And um, biglang my dad had a headache. My mom kept saying, "Just yeah. bring me the food here, ay bus. So I said, "I'll deal with it and I pick you up. I'm gonna go there and I'll pick you up. Let's, you know, talk about it." And when mm-hmm. I got there, I no ba but ayun yung lumabas i'm going to take you to the steak room for lunch today Biglam, nawala yung headache nakalimutan ko <laughs> sa coaching na kagad ka so kailangan tama yung plano mo hindi pwedeng yung... yeah. i mean there is that fear right obviously the mall is something that a lot of people are afraid of because this you know you're talking about lots of other people and when you go to a controlled environment like a small restaurant like the steak room is, then you feel a little more safe and yeah. the one thing I'm, I'm happy to note is that the moment I took my parents out the first time, it became easier for them the second time. and the th- It's become like they don't think twice anymore. They know it's safe. So you kind of break that ice also, and then all of a sudden, they're not as afraid anymore of what's out there.
0: Uh, I may uh, My funny uncle, he's also in his 80s, um, used to run Cafe Olay. Where oh. in- yeah. Isa samod in Luneta yeah. so cafe olay ganon siya restaurant koto guys parang invited the family over so I was what six or seven years old because order anything you want yung isang kasing ko tito gusto ko ng ano ah uh, anin chicharon bulaklak kaya nyo ba yon So kaling na chef ko lahat kaya of menu yon di ba so of course yung chef yaya hindi kaya so to makbosa <laughs> sa labas. Na na okay. then he broke it in and then just plated it here you go. Diba? i told you oh. i can do anything diba? service industry <laughs> <diba>? <laughs> you,
3: well you just uh, no you've just revealed one of our secrets the secret we go, sometimes we go to uh, seven <laughs> eleven Albert, thank you so uh, much for joining us maraming, maraming uh, my pleasure. I food, enjoyed enjoy this. Yeah.
2: Food for thought on so many different levels. Salami, yeah, thank man. You So
1: much. Galing food for thought.
2: A... Yeah, no oh. honestly honestly it's uh yeah from the opening till the closing maraming uh, marami yeah. thoughts it, from it, it, Albert
3: It's you know yeah. if this uh, coffee and cuento or a dish, what will it be? Pinag isipang po to, ha? sa akin ano pansit palabo. Okay, okay, okay. Una, una comfort Go. food. Diba? Secondly, it's not really something that is available in any Filipino restaurant. In fact, not every restaurant has pansit palabo, but for me. It's warm, it's fuzzy, it's got texture, it's easy to digest because it's not meat that you have to really mm-hmm. chew on. So in other words, it's easy absorb. We are very familiar. a Pinoy. <laughs> I love it. With a bit of mestizo in it because it's noodles. It's eh. <laughs> not Asian lang noodles. Eh. It's not Pinoy ang noodles. Eh. Okay. <laughs> <Yon>. <laughs> I,
2: I, I hope the next time we see each other will be in one of your restaurants now. Open, oh, yes, Open and full. Open and full, hopefully. The next time. Yeah. You yeah, so,
1: can do a podcast there. Live. Yeah. I am volunteering.
3: <laughs> nice
0: no. Nice. May, may okay. DJ karimba Albert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
3: mean, you curate music, diba? Yeah, yeah. Once upon a time I dabbled in DJing for my dad's company parties. Yeah. BJ Albert for my Yang dad's na. company <laughs> parties. Irm- that-
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, th- thanks, man. Parang sarap ng kuntuhan nyo na food for ah, thought.
3: Ako. Enjoy.
0: Yeah. Stuff to chew on, man. Okay, un-
3: thank you for giving me a podium. Thank you. Uh,
0: One of the last people I talked to in a great conversation was, was Albert in his restaurant. And I wasn't able to ask him about the other side. Yung parang, he, he, he shared with me his thoughts on serving people and the experience. And it was so parang clear to him na parang, like the way he talks about, oh, I'm pivoting from my customers to my to my staff and everything just falls organically, right? Parang as an entrepreneur, as as uh, someone taking care of people, looking for or continuing to serve people. Parang lino lino sa kanya na, na ganon. Um, ako a laking sharp na feeling na na yung I, I the spark of humanity or from to see how he thinks through this and. That moment of clarity for him, na na malaking tama sa akin, malaking in clarity. Oh, it's about ano? It's about the people I work with now, and everything just fell into place because of that. Parang whatever technique, branding, um, logistics, costing, parang everything just becomes simple because ang linaw nung focus niya, diba?
2: Um, And and not a lot of people get there yeah. right away. You know, and um, I, I guess that's just, that's a coping hack, right? to have that very clear uh, sense of purpose. You know, I guess in many ways that's one way to to cope with the pressure, to cope with the problems. Is para to be really clear about what you want to do. No, um, because running a restaurant's hard, man. It's not yeah. easy. It's really, really complex. Running yeah. five restaurants is even more complex. Yeah. And then suddenly, because of the pandemic, parang getting to a point na, teka, service industry ako. No own service to customers. Ngayon kailangan service to my employees. I think was something that really, uh, that really struck me as okay. Bakang a clear sense of purpose or clarity in that sense can really help you move on. Cuz a lot of people get stuck, and kinakwenton yun earlier na gising siya at three a.m. na yeah. may problema about you know how to make ends meet, and a lot of people are are going through that. But parang getting to the other side and saying, okay, yes, all these problems are there, pero ito yung ito yung primary na gusto ko It's probably one of the best hacks or one of the best coping mechanisms he was able to do, just to have that clear sense of purpose.
3: Yeah
0: parang and and ako, one thing that struck me is nga, he 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 gets to that clarity in my mind quite quickly but pero as I was listening to him ah pero ano siya? parang he pays attention kasi parang he listens to himself he listens to the surroundings alam mo yan parang, parang, parang jedi parang, where is the force leading pang niya. and then he finds he finds the moments ba? parang Moments, eh. Hindi siya sa inisip. Hindi siya, I will plan this, I will implement it. Hindi siya strategic that way. Parang, oh, it's just clarity. It's about the people. Then, naluhasya, and he talks to them, diba? Or, what do we do about this money? It was, it was moments. But he pays attention to the, to the force. Nga. He pays attention to the movements. And, and finds, finds what is human, what is authentic, what is true for, for him at all. That's really refreshing again to hear. That's a good example for me.
2: Well, yung one natama right was um, when he was uh, talking about bringing his parents out. Because yeah. ako, ako, ako eh, uh, si eh. I'm the one who's really trying my best to make sure that they don't step out. No, um, and uh, I guess in your yung intention mo to keep people safe you also have to ask if they're still happy or not, no? I mean, na pa honestly. I know Erwin and I have had conversations about keeping our senior parents yeah. uh, under lock and key. Right?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, definitely, we, there's another side to it. And I think, yeah, we talked about this, Bam, because I think our fathers are in similar in nature as, uh, as, as the ones, uh, as this late father-in-law. I mean, they really need to go out. They're yeah. social beings they're the types to your i think your fathers you know he's very also he needs to be a certain way you know and they dress a certain way so i think it's important to balance the safety concerns with the
2: psychological
1: concerns the sense of meaning
2: wow. ah okay. eh. pwede, pwede ba paggano na lang 500 cases na a day na lang ulit tayo? It, mga conversation namin, eh. it's a negotiation it's a bargaining diba parang yeah. wag naman pag 4000 cases pa rin, diba? but you know I, like what Albert said no? you can even if it's just to step out go to go somewhere kahit mm. walang ibang tao basta makalabas man lang diba maka ng ibang hangin yeah. um, or drive around you know i mean even that you know if, if you really can't risk exposure to to other people because of their conditions even just that sige mag tayo Drive around tayo. Tingnan natin kung sa tayo magkapunta, di ba step out um, in other countries? Parang you've seen a lot of people going. Unfortunately sa Pilipinas hindi garun ka. Hindi tayo park a park culture di ba na? Yeah. In yeah. other yeah. countries, right in the middle of the city, <clears throat> like a huge park or, or whatever. Um, tayo kasi yung park natin yung mall eh, de ba? Yes. If you think about it di ba? Yung park Our natin park is the mall, is the yeah. mall no? Um, yeah. But uh, people stepping out and uh, breathing that fresh air, socially distant though, uh, has been good for a lot of people. I have to admit, maybe I have been too strict with the people around me regarding that. No?
1: Oh, I really want to go out. <clears throat> like Albert said, but I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm just
2: eating lang sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ayusin mo muna. Better, <laughs> pare.
2: Uh, Bigyan mo ako number. Uh, yeah. Number ano? Favorite U. number? Two B Bam. Ako naginihanda. Oh yeah na na.
1: Disincent. You're
2: saying, you're saying.
1: Tama so, nasabi ko nga. If I'm just gonna go out, I'd like to go to Albert's. Kasi yeah. he'll my laundry, <laughs> he'll cook me carbonara. Pa? <laughs> and then he has nice conversation. Ano pang kailangan?
0: Dude, and he's he's got nice music, that guy. He's got great coffee, by the way. He's one great coffee. Hello, uh, he likes si, music. See
2: si Albert in my past life as a TV host uh on breakfast at Studio 23. Going on 20 years next year, by the way, guys. <laughs> 20 years ago Nasha. Uh, we used to interview him a lot. Yeah. And the funny thing was we would interview him for different things. Yes. For computers, for technology, food, yeah. For yeah. music and parang. Wait, you yung guest namin ulit for a totally different topic. He's siya a Renaissance guy. You know, he really... And to be fair, yung, yung, uh, yung lalim ng pag-iisip niya, rin ako today about so many things. Yeah, Thanks, man. Thanks you know for that.
1: You know what you said about the Filipinos don't eat out? Yeah. And then you said, Nga, our park is the mall. Like Bam just mentioned that. So I think it has to be that experience. So I didn't really think of that before. Oh, iba
0: ang he cool nya magisip, cool nya magisip. dapat ang yung 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 yung
2: yung yung cool yung yung mag- it's yung it's yung yung
1: yung yung cool yung yung mag- yung um, eh. so, so, right. so
2: cool yung 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 yung
1: yung yung cool yung 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 yung
2: yung yung Anyway, so guys, we hope you enjoyed our conversation with Mister Albert Cuenca. Uh, what a great guy to talk to! Yeah. No? Hopefully, we will be in his restaurant one day. Someday, someday, someday soon, I hope. What a great conversation with uh, Albert Cuenca. What a great guy, no? Learned so much.
1: Yeah.
2: Maya, man, mayaman yung mga Uh So thanks, thanks, Albert, and we hope you enjoyed that conversation. And that's another yeah, have, episode of Coping and Cuento, guys. This is Bam.
0: This is Jake. And I'm Irwin. If you have comments, questions, uh, please send, check out our online channels and talk to us there. On Facebook, it's Coping and Cuento Podcast. On IG, it's at Coping Cuento Podcast. This is Coping in Cuento. Thank you for listening to Coping and Cuento with Bam Aquino, Jake De Guzman, and Erwin Romulo. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast platforms.